What's going on, y'all? This is your host with the most so heavy toast, and we are here with a quick breaking of finally the sports podcast, man. Um, it's been crazy stuff going on, right? Floyd Mayweather, John Guy the third, they fight, they <laughs> get it in. Oh my goodness, man! Um, a whole melee, a whole fight, anything breakout. I mean, he's getting paid, man. And so is John Guy third. He got to be getting paid to even make this happen, to make anything pop off. It got to, you know. But, man, the brawl that happened afterwards. I mean, the, the referee stopped the fight. Kenny Bayless, the referee. The referee gets picked by Floyd Mayweather Jr. for all his exhibition fights. And, um, uh, the crazy part, when the brawl broke out, you know, John Gotti, <laughs> it's like he just went, John Gotti third just went like he, he he didn't see the referee say this was over. And he squared up and everything. You might as well go for a straight fight. He actually squared up. And then and Mayweather hit him with a pop, pow. Like, nigga, <laughs> I could keep fighting you too. You know what I mean? It was crazy, man. It's, it's nuts. Um... Nice. Unbelievable. But um looking at what happened, I saw they had Joshua Hernandez was fighting. I don't know what she was fighting for. Crazy. Crazy, man. Like what was she fighting for? She always fighting. She's fighting some girl. Maybe was she fighting for the money team or against the money team? Or was that just a regular fight? Joshua Hernandez and her squad. She had a squad of people. Don't know who she was fighting because the person she was fighting, somebody like rushed her. The person that Joshua hit, Joshua kicking her. She had people that was hitting her that Joshua was with too. Joshua had a gang gang with her. You know, girl, old girl was fighting extra people. You know, I think I think she had one extra person with her or something, man. But it was it was crazy. Then the dude that got her out the spot, he like pushed out, like he was pushing out. Then one of Jocelyn people came from behind, boop, hit her in the back because Jocelyn got hit with uh Jocelyn got hit with some. That's a move by women that they're starting to be famous now, hitting them with the drink, like pouring drinks on them, <laughs> like. <laughs> They pouring drinks like that's they move now. That's a move. You get you know what I mean. You get caught off guard. You get hit with a splash, splash. Like hey, whoa. So Jocelyn got splashed with a drink, and the girl ran out. But where the girl was still trying to fight. So but the person that was with her, there was a dude. I guess I guess it was a security. This girl might be famous or something. I don't know. But the dude pushes her out of the out of the arena. Like, that's crazy. That's nuts right there. I don't know what's popping, man. Like, that's crazy. Like, that was nuts. Clarissa Shields, the female uh, boxing champ, wanted to put the best pound for pound. She was there um, to see the fight. You know, it's big money. It's Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is the greatest of all. You can talk all the mess you want. Nobody has directed the game his technician, the way he, he boxed during his career, 
if Ali had his defensive boxing, he would have lasted longer in the game of boxing. Period, point blank. May- Mayweather is not going to do the rope-a-dope. <laughs> That's the bravest boxing move of all time. Basically, can knock your, you know, you can risk knocking your whole head out of your whole membrane with that move that he took to beat George Foreman. Nobody's going to be that. The, the toughest boxer of all time is Muhammad Ali. There's no doubt about it. He will go in there no matter the cost of life. He don't care, baby. He finna let you know he tough. That is it. Floyd Mayweather, the smartest technician in boxing of all time. When people was like, yo, Floyd Mayweather, he running. He, he running. He's boxing. If this fool can't catch him or he not know, before before you box Floyd, do you get your tape on him? How you going to beat him? You better be a better technician in the boxing ring than he is. He just was smarter than everybody else. Everybody made this a pissing contest in boxing. He didn't. He made it about money, and I'm going to go ahead and win this match. He knocked niggas out. He stood 12 rounds with niggas. It was niggas that could hit harder than him, like Canelo. He beat him. These niggas can knock niggas the fuck out. Yes, that has to come out. The fuck out. Knock him out. When you sit up there with a man that was 42 and like 40 and 1, Canelo, only person that, that they, before Canelo, the only person that beat him during his prime time was Mayweather. That is it. So you got to understand why a boxer, no other boxer could do this. Not Durant, Roberto Durant fought for a long time. Larry Holmes fought for a long time. Um, Ali did his, you know, former did his thing, coming back the oldest heavyweight champion to ever do it when he was getting whooped by Michael Moore. I remember watching this fight. He was getting beat up by Michael Moore and George Foreman. Came. The best comeback of all time in any boxing. I, you can say what you want. You ain't as old as Foreman coming back to beat nobody that's younger than you. By 20 years, your senior. Oh, his prime, Michael Moore. I mean, he was eating them up. And pop, 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 pop. I'm watching this man. I'm like, oh. The next thing you know, boom, 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 boom. He just knocked him out. He just knocked Moore out. Moore was looking up like, am I on the ground? Look, look at the look at the match. If you ever go back, look at that Michael Moore George Foreman. Look at the match. He just like, what did he just knock me out? I mean, when you feeling good the whole fight, you beating somebody up. But all of a sudden, boom! That's how boxing is. It's boxing. This is not a brawl because it would be different. Anything goes. You talk about all that mess, you brawl, anything goes, and it bites you, headbutt you, uppercut you. Uh, 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 um, uh, what, put you in a headlock Then try to snap your neck anything happened in the fight snap neck, elbow and pull out a knife anything can happen in the fight knives, there's no such thing as a fair fight that is the that is the, that is the crazy turn like, oh, you, nobody cared, once you lose you lost nigga so go ahead, oh it was unfair <laughs> nigga you lost, what you gonna do you sitting there bleed, got, you leaking outside you got bite marks on your face and it's bleeding. And you, your eyes out the socket. What happened? You're in the hospital. It's not fair. He hit me from behind. Okay, well, you got to go get him back. <laughs> you got to go get him. That's a fight. But when you're boxing, this is technical. Because when you knocked out or you lose by points, the points are in a fight. 
Mayweather made it all happen. Not only did Mayweather make it happen, Mayweather was getting checks that didn't even matter. Like he was getting not he was getting money per per minute per round. Like it was certain punches per round that Mayweather. That's how good his team is. They calculated contracts per round. Like he was signing contracts before he fought five million. Before he fought ten million, he get a check. Here you go. Before he fought, it went up twenty million before the fight. So even when he lost, he was getting paid more than niggas did one. Let's keep it a thousand. Excuse me. You know, I get into. Listen, man, before boxes, any boxes that was winning, you know, you was not getting a bigger check. Even when you fought, man, he had got to the point where he was going to make more than you if he lost. So when he won, oh, my God. Listen, Mayweather, listen, there's no question in my mind Mayweather made some of these boxing matches where he could have knocked people out. He made them last longer because per round he was getting money. Then if it lasts 12 rounds, it's more for the boxing channel, so he gets more money. This is what he was doing. This was Mayweather. Everybody, oh man, May, nobody could dictate a fight in boxing history like Mayweather. Not Sugar Ray Robinson, not Mike Tyson, not Sugar Ray Leonard, not Muhammad Ali, not Joe Frazier, not who? Pernell Whitaker. Who we talking about? Who this is a Chavez? Where you want to go? Jack Johnson? Where you want to go? Nobody did what Mayweather did, so talk what you want. And I'm, I'm a historian with it. Floyd Patterson? Where you want to go? Archie Moore, where do Jake LaMotta, where do you want to go? Marky Monsano, Joe Lewis, where you, as a Charles, where do you want to go? Nobody did what Mayweather did. Now he's sitting heavy on money. And then the guy he trained, Javante Davis, it just showed you that Mayweather just ain't a guy about the, the money. He want the money because it's coming. You know, if you can get it, you'll be stupid not to get it. You only live once. But the one thing, the one thing Mayweather did was teach boxing. Javante Davis, the way this man boxed, you know why he lasts long? Because Javante Davis can block. <laughs> Yo, the only thing Javante Davis do that Mayweather didn't is take more shots. Like Javante can dance with his feet, but he don't dance. He can't dance like Mayweather. Mayweather wants you to run out of breath so he can come with the. With, Mayweather whole terminology make you run out of breath. So when you come at him, now you're tired. Now he poop, 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 Everybody, oh, he's running around the ring. Yeah, yeah, your boxer can't catch him. Poop, 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 poop. Y'all like them when Ali do it. Ali just ain't had faster feet than Mayweather. It was all good when Ali danced, but Ali, they may well do the same thing. May well just make you more tired before he knock you out, before he beat you up. Boy, you just be, people be mad. Dang, catch him, catch him. No, you can't. Mayweather is the pound for pound greatest boxer that ever did it. That is just it. You can be mad. Your boxer can't run. He stood in the ring and got beat up first. So that's what you're saying. He, he running around. No, your boxer stood in the ring and got beat up. <laughs> he made it easier 
for the chance of him losing the fight. And eventually all them boxes got beat up. Mayweather didn't. Eventually all those boxes that y'all talking about that's great lost. Mayweather didn't. He didn't fight who he fought. No, he just wasn't ready to fight the boxes. Ali wasn't ready to fight the boxes. He, he, he took too many shots to the brain. Mayweather didn't. Mayweather for all those guys, they talk about Pacquiao, whoever was great during their time. You can you can say, oh, them fighters weren't great. You, that's an opinion. Those fighters weren't great as the fighters that Sugar Ray Leonard or Marvin Hagler. You know, they wasn't... You, that's that's the debate, but what's not a debate is that Mayweather lose. That man was undefeated, so that's why you get to now where you can do exhibitions, exhibitions. Everybody want a shot at the man who hasn't lost, because if you can get Mayweather to lose, if Mayweather would have got knocked out by Guy the Third, oh my lord pandemonium and this ain't even a professional fight it won't go on his record but uh oh somebody knocked out Mayweather that's always gonna go on the record of, of of records not the professional but somebody knocked out Mayweather so now it's all about the talk crazy right now you hear man we just follow the leader uh, I just want to get that I don't know what happened but I know Mayweather team was on go. And Gotti, this ain't this ain't back in the eighties and seventies. Your dad ain't <laughs> look, I'm pretty sure he got some people, right? He got some people. But it's 2023. You know how long ago that 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 time was. Now this was 2000, I be, but I'm pretty sure he got somebody, man. They got somebody, it's been a, you know, but it's just not what it was. We, we obviously we see that because somebody got beat up that it was some Italians that beat I don't know if they was on Mayweather team but he had two dudes that was beating up one dude they came out boom 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 they was beating some black boy up them was some Italians they was beating some black I mean, look it was a big fight it was a it was going down at the Gotti the third Mayweather it went down like it went down. I'm surprised though. We just good. No guns came out. This is good old fashioned fighting. No guns came out. Straight old fashioned. Mayweather team was sixty thousand deep. <laughs> like, but yo, Gotti the Third had some people, and Gotti the Third started that. The fight was getting called off. Like Stephen A. said, "What would you thought was going to happen? This is an exhibition." It was going to be four rounds. What you thought? You was going to get a heavyweight belt? What is <laughs> you, you, this? This man is the greatest of all time. You are not going to knock him out. At least you got a, you got four rounds to do it. All right. Um, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, man. What, what else can you say? Because I thought they was going to lose. I didn't think Jokers was tough enough. Yeah, I'm on here saying it. Yeah, man. But obviously, uh, Miami wasn't ready, man. They need more size. They need more toughness. Uh, it's time for Spolster to go back to his notebook. Or his, his, you know, Hero also wasn't there, man. Listen, when you got uh, Murray playing like he was, you know, triple-double shooting from, you know, he was really 
better than those guards they had. Butler was nowhere to be found. I mean, of course they knew if they stopped Butler, they stopped everything. A lot of length on the floor. Aaron Gordon, uh, Michael Porter Jr. So, yeah, man. Like, what are we talking about right now? You know, Michael Porter Jr. Um... This it was a the better team won, better team played better. But if MB everybody listen, yes, I'm gonna go into this. Listen, if MB was in there, it'd be a different series. Everybody, oh, MB had a bad series. They triple listen, they triple teamed, double triple team MB. They trapped him. They trapped MB. There was nothing at all that they could do at all. Like, like they didn't do that. Miami didn't put that. I think they didn't even think that M- Jokic, they didn't even respect Jokic. Like, whatever Murray could do, and another thing is, is evident, too. Jokic had help. James Harden shriveled up. No question. But if you put Embiid against Jokic, he sets the tone. There's nothing that Lynn could do. Nothing that Michael Porter Jr., or Gordon could do with the MB because they would have to, all of them would have to, Jokic, Michael Porter, all of them would have to clamp down on there. And Tyrese Maxey and, and, and Harris and Harden would have been different against what Boston was able to accomplish with Philadelphia. Philadelphia just collapsed. Coaching-wise, everything-wise, that Denver team never could play like that against Philly. So this is what it is. Boston... Miami was able to get housed. But, you know, this is a good argument. I mean, you could say, man, well, Miami beat everybody else. What would make this team better? It's different. They never were good. You would have to, I would have to see it because Miami was a low seed. They had a great run. Low seed with a great run. If Philadelphia played Miami, Philadelphia would have beat Miami. Boston was soft so much, Philadelphia just collapsed. For Philadelphia to collapse the whole series, I had to really see it. Philadelphia was really on Boston, and Philadelphia should have closed out Boston four games or two. But at the same time, Doc Rivers got outcoached, man, by Spolstra. That's just all that happened, man. I mean, James Harden turned into a shell of himself. That's just what happened. The last two games, Embiid and Harden and Maxey, that game was supposed to be closed out. You had two games. There was no way Philadelphia should have lost that game. So you can say, basically, Denver showed up. That's just it. But you cannot tell me against the elite teams. Like, I don't know. Brooke Lopez had a center in Miami. Philadelphia had MB. Boston Robert Williams III is a different monster. Defensively, not offense. Defensively. Adebayo got housed, man. That 6'9", it was definitely something. You talk about the length or whatever. Listen, you just had to be able to guard the middle. Adebayo is not a rim protector. Put that, man. I think with, with one thing Miami has to realize, you have to go get a center and put Adebayo at the four. That is not his position, man. That was the weakness there. Everybody they played, 
uh, Adebayo against Lopez. He didn't have to go through that. There wasn't a center there that he had to defend. So Butler could be Butler. New York Knicks. Who are you worried about? Mitchell Robinson? No. It's about the same type of size people. You have to worry about Butler. Then against Boston, the same thing. Adebayo doesn't have to worry about Robert Williams. He doesn't have to worry about him scoring. Now you get to Denver and you have to worry about a scoring center. That's when things was different. Here's what it is, man. Matchups are everything. Say what you want. Matchups are everything. If Philadelphia, if Kawhi don't hit that last second shot, MB, Butler, Tobias Harris, they beat, they win the, the finals. That is it. That is everything. That is it. So anybody out the East could have won that year. Yes. Yes. The, when those two teams between Toronto and Philly, one of them could have won last year. Don't, it ain't like Toronto was the clear dominant team that year, the whole year. No. The way things went, yes. Kawhi Leonard won his championship, and B would have had one too. It's such an unfortunate thing to see a last-second shot the way it did Jumped up in the air, went in. I think it rolled around the rim and went inside. Like, it was just unfortunate, man. Unfortunate. As you see, Kawhi Leonard ain't been back with no one else. It's crazy, man. Unfortunate time. Unfortunate shot. That's how that one goes. That's how the cookie crumbles. Now... Going to the Eagles, Miles Sanders. Ah, oh, man. Oh, he got a right to talk. Miles Sanders put in work in Philly, man. And and that's and, and what he said really happened. They stopped playing him in the playoffs. Like, that was crazy. But that was a plan now that I think now. Like, they wasn't going to sign Sanders anyway. That, 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 they, they actually decided, okay, we're not going to deal with the $5 million per year. We're not going to do that. That was, that was, it's crazy because that was decided during the playoffs. For them to give Gainwell that type of, them, them, that many carries and to trust their offensive line, like we can put Gainwell in there. He can do it. Let's see if he can do it. We can beat the Giants with this rushing attack. They did that. They did that, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's absolutely bonkers, but bananas crazy. That is just absolutely crazy. I wouldn't even know where to really see that part on, you know, Sanders when they want to leave. I mean, think about it. Deshaun McCord didn't want to leave either. Deshaun McCoy did not want to leave. 
I mean, they from Pittsburgh. They from um, Pennsylvania, man. I mean, Berg, I mean, McCoy's from Harrisburg. Miles Sanders from Pittsburgh. Who don't want what is? And then, then the crazy part is both of them were drafted by uh, their home team. Who getting drafted by their home team, man? So Sanders, of course, he's feeling a certain way about that, man. Of course, he's feeling a certain way. And then also, what else is a big slap in the face? DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift becomes from he from Philadelphia. He gets traded there. He, I mean, you just feel like, oh man, they trade they they don't sign me, and then they they trade for DeAndre Swift. That's crazy. Unbelievable. So you know that that, that and it's, it's ironic how that comes up, how that, that that situation comes up right after right after, you know, Swift and how good he's doing in camp. And, you know, I'm pretty sure he's thinking about the guy that can catch the ball. And he probably like, oh, Philadelphia never gave me a chance to – listen, that is definitely going on. So this is all real unbelievable on here. But Philadelphia, just look at him. Philadelphia is doing good. The Eagles – Look at the Eagles and um, Swift is looking good in camp. They talk about Christian Ellis at linebacker. Um, you look at Christian Ellis. Um, could he make the team? Yeah, I think he does. If he continues to play good, I don't see them not putting him on a team as a starter. I don't know. I mean, you got Morrow. You don't sign Morrow. I think he gets time, but starter like that, it was no. You don't sign Morrow, a guy that's productive. You you bring him in. I mean, you know you got a good player in Ellis, but you bring him in to, to start. I think people are so – now with this roster, what Philadelphia was in the Super Bowl, it's just a lot of speculation of that's crazy. Quez Watkins, they talk about him. Quez Watkins, they're going to give him a chance. Training camp is not going to dead him. He's not going to get the – only, the only way you trade – Hopkins, Watkins, if you, you go for Hopkins. It's the only way that happens. That is the only way that happens. If they look on, they look there and they see a Watkins. And then they say, you know what? We're going to trade him and get a Hopkins. They're not going to just get another. Like, who do you, what do everybody think? Hunter Renfro? I'll be hearing all, like, it's crazy. No, it's not going to happen. Zacchaeus is not good enough to supplant a Watkins in training camp. You get a fourth receiver like you did last year with Zach Pascal. That's all they're doing. They're going to, they have confidence in Watkins. They have too much confidence in Watkins. These guys just went to the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, you want them to take away the chemistry just like that and get anybody. No, it's not going to happen. Derrick Barnett. Derrick Barnett's not going anywhere. They had, they signed to a contract last year. He got hurt. They're going to give him a chance to earn another contract through the season. They're not just going to let him go. It's not going to happen. It don't make no damn sense. 
for people to even to, to think that. Like, this this is the pros. These are the pros. These guys build relationships. They're going to give them a chance to earn their contract for next year on the field. They didn't just sign Morrow for nothing. They talk, people talk about Jacquez Tart. Tart is not going anywhere. I mean, it was tight, my fault. Um, <laughs> Edmonds is not going anywhere. This is not last year where they were trying to assemble a team and then guys didn't turn out to be that player. You think Tart was going to take the starting position? They saw someone better. CJ Gardner Johnson came. I mean, that. Epps was already hyped to be at that position. They were building this team. They already have the type of players they want. They're not bringing in Edmonds as a vet to supplant him by but Brown. It's not going to happen. Who's going to be the other guy to start at safety? Could be Blankenship. I think that's the guy that could be it. I don't think they're going to brush Brown in there unless he just comes and blows people away. That's not going to happen. I think Blankenship is going to be the starter. I think you got Evans, you got Wallace. I mean, the, the only decision is they're going to keep uh, four or five safeties. Um, I think they keep six cornerbacks with Keely Ringo and Greedy Williams being there. Does Eli Ricks come there and take somebody's job? That's the thing. Is Greedy Williams going to stay or somebody else take it? I like Eli Ricks. I think he makes the practice squad, though, because Greedy Williams is a real good uh, talent. Um. The linebacker thing, we know it's Dean tomorrow and, and, and Reddick. But who else makes it? Is it Ellis? You got Bradley. That's the only thing. Davion Taylor, Kyron Johnson. There's a lot of comp- – that's what you look at. Morrow is there. He's not going anywhere. We know that. They need the veteran productivity that, you know, Morrow has. You know, he's a young guy, but he's been there. He's started before. You don't look at Ellis and say, no, we're going to take – Ellis, or that's not the Eagles. That's not how they do. You can't compare Tart. Like I keep on talking to you. I remember Jody Mack was like, "Yeah, when my Jarquez Tart." Well, that was last. I mean, that was that was last year. A totally different team. They hadn't even. They weren't even sure if Hertz was going to be the quarterback. They're sure of their team now. Dan Arnold. Oh, Grant Calcaterra. Listen, there's no way they signed a vet if they think they're going to let Calcaterra battle with Stole for time. That's not happening. That's not happening. Man, they wouldn't even waste their time. Why would they put somebody for Calcaterra to battle from from free agency if they got stole there and they got Tyree Jackson and they got, you know, so many other people? That's not what they're doing. They're putting a guy that's going to be already ready as a vet right in there with uh that helps Goddard, another vet. Why Calcaterra can go ahead and either he's on the practice squad or whether he's a third guy. He'll be on their roster some type of way. Practice squad or as a third tight end. So it's stole against Calcaterra. Maybe even Tyree Jackson. He's going to battle for their third spot. We're going to see who's ready to because then when Arnold leaves next year, because he's not going to get an extra contract, they're going to have whoever battle and won. I mean, if they bring Arnold back, it'll be for another one-year deal. But it gives Calcaterra and um, Stowe and Jackson, these these guys, a chance to battle for a roster spot.
You know, Trey Sermon, people say, he's just not going to not say good things about people who don't do good. Trey Sermon's a guy he likes. I think Swift gets extension. I think Gainwell stays there, one-two punch. But I, I do think this is a battle to see who is the long-term. I mean, will Gainwell and, and Swift both be there for the long I don't think that happens. I think it's, it's a possibility one or the other could go and it's another. But whoever out this whole bunch, Penny could even be with this team and stay with this team for a minute, maybe an extra one-year deal. I mean, this is a good opportunity to see this this group here stay together for a couple years on one-year deals, two-year. Like, I think Swift gets a two-year deal. Gangwell's still there. You look at Penny. He can get an extra one-year deal with Philadelphia if he comes in there and becomes a beast. And this team, you know, say this team, this whole unit wins the Super Bowl. It's, it's a lot that can happen with this team, man. This is a good team. So I'm out of here, y'all. Just wanted to break through some news with Follow Leader Sports, man. This is Lita Johnson coming to give y'all everything breaking. I'm out, y'all. Follow Leader.